Hello and welcome to the Career Changers podcast. I'm Elisa Martinic and I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of the Career Changers. I'm definitely one of them. I learned from my experience that following our dreams requires courage, self-awareness and a lot of inner work. I love to discover stories of career change and share them with the world as a source of inspiration for all those who are still searching. Career changes are not the straightforward chronology written in our CVs, but the sum up of our dreams, ambitions, failures and successes. The Career Changers is an online community that aims to inspire thousands of people during their journey to self-realization. We discover and share inspirational real-life stories of career change. We inspire people that are thinking to change career. We support people that want or need to change career, but feel stuck or lacking confidence and clarity. We connect and collaborate with organizations that support career change across different industries. I believe that thinking to have only one job or career in our life is a limiting belief, unless the job or that career make us happy. Life is a journey, and with one third of our lives spent working, it would be unimaginable to not have a desire to explore new avenues. Welcome to the Career Changers podcast. Hello and welcome to the Career Changers. Our guest today is Daria Alexieva, Grow Marketing Manager at Pop-Up and Freedom Fighter for Ukraine. I found out about Daria by reading one of her LinkedIn posts that was much for content relevancy with the career changers. The post was saying, from marketer to bartender in one day. Hey, let me introduce myself. My name is Daria. I'm 31 years old and I live in Kyiv, Ukraine. In January, I joined Pop-Up as a marketer thanks to Matteo Grassi. But in February 24, I became a bartender in just one day. On the photo, it's me yesterday helping our country with bottles for cocktails. Starting from Wednesday, Ukrainian's favorite one is Molotov. That's why switching my role to bartender seemed more logical. For the same reason, many Ukrainian developers became our defenders, sales managers became volunteers, taxi drivers became humanitarian aid providers, restaurant owners, chefs to cook for our army and people in need, clothes brand owners, military net makers. Many of us have been working with you or for your companies. Now, some of us have more important things to do. When this ends, we will all become street cleaners and builders for a while. Support us with handling what's going on in our territory right now. And then we will be back as even better version of ourselves, no matter what job we had. Hi, Daria. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you. I felt really touched by reading your post. That was uh, uh, the first... Um, the first way I, I I got to know you in some ways, thanks to LinkedIn. Um, and I can't imagine how you felt by, by writing it. 
Um, first of all, I just want to ask you, how are you today? Yeah, so I think it's good overall because, um, of course, during the day we have like all of us, we have some ups and downs, you know, and lots of news. Uh, one moment you think that everything is okay and you're like, you can do something, but then something happens. You like hear this on the TV and then you're just like stuck. Your brain doesn't want to work. So it's like, it's hard, but we are getting used, you know, to live like this at least for some time. So, but overall good because I'm like in a more safe place. So, so it's okay. Yeah. So you are in a safe place at the moment. Yeah. So I think like relatively because some everything changes really quickly for some cities and like villages and regions. But like I live in in Kiev, in the capital of Ukraine. But on the 24th, uh, when everything started, so I managed to, you know, to my parents outside of the city. It's not far from Kiev, but anyway, it's a village, so we have a house here. So for me and for us, it's a big city, so relatively safe. How, how did you get access to the internet? Um, for me, like, it's just my situation, but since, like, at home, like, I have a good connection and uh, probably wouldn't be a problem with internet there if I, if I decide to stay at home. But here, like, it's a village. And, um, for example, Wi-Fi, it only works for some reason only on my laptop, but only in one place in our building. So it's hard, you know, to see it all the time there hoping that it won't break but for mobile internet it's a bit harder because um, they said that it's like overloaded with people who are trying to be connected you know 24 hours per day just to be able to always be aware of what's happening everywhere in in our country so it just almost doesn't work so it's a bit harder so anyway also I have my brother living here with my parents so when there is no curfew, for example, I can go to his place and work there. Like So <laughs> right now it's more about like flexibility, you know, and uh, but overall, again, it works. So for it just for me, you know, I, I need to find it <laughs> and manage, manage to connect. But it's like, it's okay. Yeah. So a few weeks ago, uh, you shared what happened to your career on your LinkedIn post, uh, saying um, that you went from marketer to bartender in one day. Uh, but of course, there was just a catchy title to draw attention of to what is happening to the lives of millions in Ukraine. Can you tell us how your life has changed from one day to the other all of a sudden? Um, I think, to be honest, it changed a lot. Again, because probably because I left home and uh, in Kiev, you know, I was living a really active life. So like, again, it's a big city, it's a capital. So, you know, sport traveling, I don't know, cafes, restaurants, like meeting friends. I don't know. I, I was walking my dogs, you know, three times per day just to like breath fresh air, like and to relax a bit. Now, me and almost everyone, we are mostly sitting at home just because it's not safe for many people to go outside and, you know, leave the nearest area. And also because, um, again, car fuse and we are not able, for example, to, at my place, we are not able to go outside after 5 p.m. 
But for example, for the last two days, we had a curfew for two days. So only today we started like, we had an ability at 7 a.m. to go outside. So we managed with my father to go shopping. And then like, for us, it's a big social life right now, but it's really nothing compared to what life I had before. How and when did you start to realize what was happening? Um, I think it was almost the same for everyone in our country. So most of us woke up on the 24th of February after we received some calls from our relatives or close close people saying that like Russia, Russia started bombing us. But, you know, for me, it was like, again, I was really skeptic. And we were, we all were really skeptic because we were not able to believe that something like this can happen in the 21st century. So even the last evening before this morning, we were having dinner with my friend and she, we were talking with her, you know, about like what we will do in case the situation will be harder, but not we were not considering that there will be a war. So like, again, when I received this call from my mom, I was stuck for a while, like I was on my phone, you know, but I was stuck, like, what do you mean? And then I heard bombing myself because in Kiev, I live near the airport. So probably they were, they wanted to bomb this airport as well. And this is why we heard some, you know, some sound. And I understood like everything in a moment. And uh, we just like managed to again to grab some stuff and like, and go so but again like I think probably when everything will be over you know this call like at 5 a.m like or around 5 a.m nobody will forget because for us in our lives right now this is something that changed everything like just in one moment so um in your post uh, um you say that uh, um Many Ukrainian developers became our defenders, sales managers became volunteers, taxi drivers became humanitarian aid providers, and so on. And you say now some of us have more important things to do. Can you tell us more about this reality that you are experiencing on a daily basis? You know, I think for most people who are like in a more safe place like me, for us right now, the reality is that every day is you know, like a groundhog day, because it's just almost the same. And like, again, today, it's the 20, 22nd day. But for us, it feels like it was, I don't know, maybe a year or maybe a day, because every day is the same. Almost, we don't almost have any, you know, difference, like, or some things that we do, we did, like before, like, to understand that okay we can go there maybe we want to go there and do something else but now it's almost the same you just wake up for example check news I don't know hoping that nothing bad really happened during the night then you try to do something I don't know work I don't know volunteer help people anything literally anything like you know just to do something then I don't know again you monitor news and then you go to sleep, hoping that, again, it will be quiet night, and um, that's it. So um, a few weeks ago, you were recording a video of yourself uh, with your CEO, Matteo Grassi, for Pop-Up. 
And uh, one of the questions for this video was, uh, what is your superpower? What was your answer then? And uh, what would be that answer for you today? Yeah, so for me, this video, you know, again, like, it seems it was like a long time ago, but reality is it was just probably in January or maybe even in February. So it was our last meeting, I think, with him. And uh, we were like really having a good time. And we were recording this video. And I really, I answered that my superpower is to find a common ground with different people. And, uh, you know, now I see like how people actually support Ukraine and Ukrainian people all over the world. So for me, I like, I think like, this is a sign that we are really a brave nation. We are strong. And I finally felt it myself because probably we, we all forgot this. And um, I think for, for me, I'm really proud to be Ukrainian. And I think like it's my my superpower right now to be a Ukrainian, you know. And I do believe you have that superpower. So um, you also say that the, the last 14 days, um, you said, I talk with politicians, I talk with government representatives, I talk with volunteers, I talk with big charity organization, I talk with soldiers. What has been your role in engaging with different parties and how do you feel you're making a difference? You know, just for you to understand this difference, for example, um, like, I don't know, one month ago, probably you you would never talk to anyone from military. And uh, if it's not someone from your, I don't know, relatives, for example, but even if it's someone from your close, like close people, uh, probably you won't find the common, like you won't speak, you know, the same language. So there will be, I don't know, um, difference in age, I don't know, in your occupation, anything. But right now, the situation changed like significantly and uh, now one, everyone is ready to help uh, to give uh, even military people they are ready to give you for example me like a girl I don't know 31 years old girl you know they are ready without knowing me they are ready to talk to me uh, to give me any almost any amount of money because for example I can offer them help with I don't know buying and delivering some bulletproof vests so they don't know me, but they are ready like, to believe me, and I believe them. So it's just like completely different situation right now. And people really are really united right now and help like crazy because everyone understands that everyone can make a difference and make an impact. So this is what happened. A few days ago, you also posted, uh, we don't know what will be tomorrow. We just hope it will be. What is hope at the moment for you and the people of Ukraine? I think that the only thing that we know that for us makes a difference is that we will probably, like, not probably, we will win for sure. But it's just a matter of time. It's really hard, you know, to see all this, I don't know, deaths and damages that they did to our cities. And they really ruined lots of buildings and, but like, actually destinies. So... I don't know. This is something we won't for, forgive them, but you know, we just understand that it can take a while. So we just hope that this will be over just as soon as possible. 
On International Women's Day, you said uh, with another post, I want you to finally understand that Petra from Kiev in Emily in Paris, that you all probably saw on Netflix, is not a typical Kievan girl, but Ola Podorozna, who decided to take a weapon to defend our country, is. And Anastasia Yalanska, who was volunteering till her last day helping people in need, was. She was shot and killed on her way back from delivering food to a dog shelter just outside of Kiev. These are real portraits of our Ukrainian girls and women. Girls and women that should be seen. Girls and women we are all proud of. Beautiful and brave. The truth is we see mothers, sisters, wives and girls in the newspapers and on TV, and there are millions of them. What are you seeing in them today that you've never seen before? What are you seeing in these women? I think the main thing that I see right now is that how brave they are. So it takes a lot of strength, you know, and courage to think and make decisions right now. And like when there is a real war in your country and city and lots of people, they really like took weapons they to defend our country. They decided to volunteer and help people in need, even though they can be really like killed during the day, like just because they go somewhere to help some, I don't know, dog shelter, like happened with Anastasia, or I don't know, they want to try to help people get outside of some cities that are being bombed. So, but they are risking real their lives to help, like, and do something. So, for me, I think. Right now, I'm super proud of them, and I understand that these are our like Ukrainian people, like Ukrainian girls, women. In one of your posts, uh, you say that <clears throat> Ukrainians are so brave. You say, "I'm Ukrainian, and I want to cry like never before, but I can't." What can you say about this? You, you know, when since everything started, I really. I didn't manage, you know, to cry even a little because probably I'm still, you know, in this survival mode that I switched on from the very first day. But because I understand if I will like, if I will start doing this, I will just go crazy and there will be nothing that I can do anymore. But still, I need to be, you know, I don't know. I need to pull myself together as much as I can just to be able to do something to help. And when everything will be over, we'll have time, you know, for this grief, I don't know, for some bad emotions. And uh, but it will be like then, not now. It's not time to do this right now. So are you able at the moment at continuing your old job at all? Yeah, so I'm really lucky because um I'm remote, so all our team at Pop-Up, we are working remotely. We have our people in our team all over the world. So I just need a connection and um, still I'm able to be on calls. I'm able, you know, as much as I can, I can, I don't know, reschedule something if needed, but I don't have any strict deadlines or schedule that I need to be you know online from nine till six for example like for many people so yep so I'm still doing my work I just have time to do it like when I I'm able to do
Do you, do you feel that, that is giving you strength? Sometimes having a routine and something that keep us uh, grounded yeah. uh, to yeah, a normal sure. life. Yeah, for sure. Because firstly, I understand that I still have work and uh, like, and I have salary, you know, I can pay bills, I can buy food. I don't know, I can do like, I'm free. And at least I don't have this problem because many people already like left, lost their jobs. And uh, secondly, because it's still a routine that, you know, helps me to be like, to feel normal. And I know that daily, I can talk with my teammates daily. I can uh, at least understand that life goes on. Everything is good for them. So I'm happy to see normal people who are not experiencing what I'm experiencing. So it just helps me, you know, not to go crazy again. So, yep, of course, it helps me a lot. That's great. Um, so can you please tell us how anyone listening to your story can support you and the people of Ukraine? I think firstly, what they can do is actually help with some like help. You know, many people, they are still, again, like they lost their jobs. So they are searching for something, I don't know, remotely in Ukraine or they left Ukraine for a while because they have children. So they decided to go to a safer, safer place. So they're not in their countries they are not in home at home so they need really need help and they need really need some work to do to be able again to pay for food for bills etc and uh, you know any donation that anyone can like do also can make an impact because we have lots of funds who are helping here on the ground to buy some really needed things that are outside outside out of stock sorry and in ukraine so everything many things should be only delivered and like bought and delivered from the abroad so any donation also helps but you know firstly it's also about like i don't know helping in a way like even messaging people like how are you and like what help do you need maybe you want to talk or maybe you i don't know we can do at least something so even these words they really support people and it shows that we are not alone you know and is there any last message you would like to to leave to had uh, for our listeners i think um you know my very first i think my very first post was started was starting with the line tomorrow is not promised and uh, to be honest i never like felt that this is true before everything started for us and then for me and um, again like i was living life thinking that nothing will happen or can happen i was just living like i don't know some life that i thought it's really like some things were for me really important but now i understand they were nothing and uh, some like just live your life like there is no tomorrow and probably this, this is a good, you know, last thing that I want to mention because you never know what will happen. So if you want to say, I don't know, help someone, go somewhere, buy something, and it will bring you emotions, just, just do it, I don't know, and that's it. Well, thank you, Mark. Thank you so much, Daria, for joining us today. Uh, it's been um, uh, an honor to hear your story. I hope that you can keep safe and I hope that uh, um, everything can be over very, very, very soon. Yeah. 
thank you very much for inviting me. This is thank for you. me also an opportunity to raise awareness of what's happening here. So thank you. Thank you. It's really important uh, that your voice get listened to. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Bye.